First of all, you don't slap a man. Okay? I mean, even when slapping was fashionable, and, you know, they did it in Paris, the guy would come up, why am I at? I challenge you to a dude. They would have a gunfight after that. You had, somebody had to go. Become book bullies. Become bully. Me host Leroy, aka What Did the Five Fingers Say to the Face, uh, with my co-hosts. Yeah, Zeli, aka uh, Unity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we are back with another episode. And yeah, we want to talk some comic book geek nerd shit. But uh, I guess we <laughs> something happened that is kind of taking the internet by storm. So I guess we got to brief, uh, briefly talk about it. So I think we'll start off first. We want to say. Congratulations to Will Smith for winning Best Oscar for Best Actor. You know, for King. and like I said, I didn't watch the Oscars. They, night, they so. better give Kevin it to him. Or he'll slap the <laughs> shit out of somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like I said, for people that have it, for people that be living on the rock, you know, that doesn't have the internet and haven't watched anything that don't know what the hell happened. Uh, yes, I'm not going to show the clip because I know it's going to be taken down everywhere tonight. But yeah, this happened out of nowhere. Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock on, on live, live TV. TV. On live TV. That's it happened. Uh, it was unexpected. People were saying it. People are still expecting whether or not it was scripted. It was not scripted. I don't care what conspiracy theories got. It was wasn't. If you don't believe me, go online. There are plenty of uh footage where it wasn't edited. And you can hear exactly what Will Smith was saying to Chris Rock afterwards. And let's be honest with you. Neither Chris Rock or Will Smith are that good of an actor to, to fake that. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so yeah, so no, that was that was real. It was a thing. Um, the memes are coming in hot. <laughs> trying to see if I can find one. Hey, yeah, Will, like- Will Smith. Just jumped up in my cool book. <laughs> okay, so so we're we're now allowed to talk about because I know we we banned Will Smith on this podcast. We're allowed to talk about Will Smith on this. Podcast. I am now a Will Smith fan. <laughs> Okay, so we're now unban we're lifting the ban on Will Smith now. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man. My only thing is he, he shouldn't have did that shit in public, man. You got you know, nobody I mean, knows nothing. I mean, no, 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 you get you got sometimes you got to, man. Sometimes you got to. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, get us off fucking yeah. pence, man. You're gonna get us off there. That is true. Like, people saying he should have caught him backstage, caught him in the parking lot. Yeah, he could have, you know, yeah. but it sends more of a message if you do it in front of everybody. You know? uh, my, so. and, and my and my other thing, don't cry about it afterward. Like Chris Rock ain't crying about it. He cried. Right. Here's the thing, Chris Rock. The way he took that slap to the chin, it lets you know that he have taken. He has done that. Happened to be him before. Oh yeah, popping off the did- mouth, saying shit about people. Yeah, he's yeah. used to that. And he didn't press charges, so Chris Rock is hard as fuck. I mean, it would have made Chris Rock look like a pussy if he would have pressed charge. First, he didn't do anything to Will Smith afterwards. I'm sorry. I understand Chris Rock is a professional, but I'm Eli, that wouldn't have been me. That would not have been oh, me. Oh. 
Will Smith, I don't care what I would have said to Will Smith, if he would have slapped the shit out of me on live TV, I'm sorry. The ghetto side coming out. I don't care where we if are that's in what public. Because that's basically what happened. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry. We would have been fighting over top of Meryl Streep. I don't care. It would We would have been all over the TV. Cut to commercial. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it and continuing the monologue. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like yeah. I said, that's why Chris Rock is professional. You know. Um, yeah. Still, he was wrong for what he did. Like I said, it went a little bit too far. You know, I don't yeah. understand. It's jokes. It's just jokes. But at the same time, and yes, uh, Jada Pickett has a condition. You know, she's losing her hair. But whether or not she has a condition or not, there's some things you don't joke about. One thing is another man's wife. Just don't mention it. Just don't say anything about it. You would have been fine, you know. Uh, but there is another thing, Eli. Will Smith did? did that. Yeah. Yeah, well, Will Smith did laugh at first. <laughs> right. I think he laughed, and I think he looked at his wife. And he was like, she wasn't cool with it. I think that's what happened. Like, or oh, maybe shit. he gave like a uncomfortable, you know how you get that uncomfortable laugh? You're like, <laughs> you know, like that, you know. Yeah. yeah well, like so, Chris Rock said, like Chris Rock said, I ain't saying he should have did it, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> he said it before. He said that. He, but here's the thing. Now, now this the problem is, is that Will Smith and Chris Rock turned the Oscars into the Source Awards. So that's going to be a black eye on the whole thing right there, you know. World star, man. You want people to watch the Oscars. You want you right you you because no, I wasn't watching it I didn't give a shit about that and then I saw this flood the time it went viral like and do I think I should have watched it no <laughs> and watch next year no <laughs> you know but the thing is it's like this yes Will Smith did that because it was Chris Rock because he know it's a guy he can kick his ass now what what if instead of Chris Rock it was The Rock would have said some shit like that would have done it you know of course he would have did that or. Jerry Seinfeld, because then he would ask, would would have gotten arrested? Exactly. If it was Jerry Seinfeld, Ricky Gervais, you know, people yeah. that say crazy shit like that. Pete Will Smith Davidson, touch them. <laughs> Pete Davidson, he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have went up there and did that. Because yes, he would have gotten arrested. It would have been a thing. Yeah. Will Smith would have been canceled, you know. But since it's Chris Rock, it's just like whatever. Yeah. Slap the shit out of him. It doesn't matter. And then you know? and then just don't act like a vic- like you're the victim out of this either, man. Because he. They, I, I, I tried watching his speech, and within ten seconds, like, oh man, now you now you lose. I better turn this off before he's back. I'm back to not, you know, I'm back to, you know, my Will Smith. What, what you want to do, Eli? You want to be like the Punisher in that Daredevil scene? You were like, yeah, I did it. And I enjoyed yes. it. You know? <laughs> I, I loved it. Yeah, I got his Oscar. Like, yo, anybody else got some shit to say? <laughs> I would have been. I would have like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, David, like that's, that's why I'm glad he, you weren't on stage with Will Smith yeah. walked up there. I, I realized you would have been like that too. Yeah, uh, go go like, oh man, is he crying now? Is he everybody? How everybody asking Will Smith, are you okay? <laughs> Chris Smith, Chris Rock got the shit slapped out of him, but he makes this Will. Yeah, he's got like, fucking ice on his fucking chin and shit, <laughs> ice in his jaw and shit. You know, how's Will Smith doing? <laughs> oh, guess what? You won. Just give him the Oscar. <laughs> right, just give him the Oscar. Like who? Just scratch, scratch off the name <laughs> and put him on there. So yeah, whatever name was yeah. on there. Like uh, what? What's the dude? Doctor Strange? Uh, shit. Benedict Long? Cumberbatch. Scratch his name off. <laughs> put Will Smith on there. I don't know who got nominated, but if it was him, yeah, do that. Oh, uh, yeah. but like I said, yeah. there will be tons and tons and tons of memes throughout the week. So. We're going to have to talk about this. We'll probably talk about this next week. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah. how this unfolds. 
<laughs> see how this unfolds. Chris Rock already said he's not pressing charges. And Chris Rock, done it. honestly, if Chris Rock would have pressed charges, I would have lost respect for him. You yeah. talk shit about a man's wife, got the shit slapped out of it. Now you want to play victim? No, nah, just take, get the shit yeah. slapped out of you. Yeah. Go go to Netflix. Call, get a Netflix deal right now. Make a special. Talk about it. Boom. Now, honestly, just, what Jada should say some shit now. I want to know what she thinks. <laughs> right. She got her <laughs> Facebook show, the Red Talk Table and stuff, you know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but we can move on past that. Like I said, I want to go dig too deep. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Shout out to the Philippines. Thanks for listening. Really? Man, uh, we are worldwide. I, I feel yeah, like, uh, I feel I, like Pitbull, you know, the, rap, the rapper. I'm getting self-conscious now. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> How's my hair? <laughs> <laughs> right. We are international, baby. All right. So, yeah, so we're going to uh, move on <laughs> to the next part of podcast. Like I said, we... We were busy. Even though this crazy shit happened, we were busy. And Eli, you saw a movie. We're going to talk about this movie real quick. We're going to talk about X. And I want you to break this movie down for me, Eli, because honestly, I have no idea what the hell this movie is about. I'm oh. pretty sure it was a horror movie. Uh, that's all I know. But yeah. I am... uh, Will I hope for that? <laughs> Will I hope for No! Hell no, man. The dude talked shit about his wife on live TV in front of him and was laughing at him. No! Will want to hope for that. Maybe she did it on stage. That's what I'm saying. That's my thing. You take, hey, hey, man, that's good. You get get him out back. Get him at the party later. Get him in the alley later. Like, yo, man, right? That was good. Some good shit. Now, what the fuck do you say? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then catch him. (laughs) Yeah. Let's say nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows nothing. Nobody hears nothing. Nobody says nothing. But here's the thing. So, (laughs) right? Can you get away with whooping his? But can you get away whooping his ass and nobody knows about it? I mean, that's the thing about it. If you're going to whoop his ass, let's hear everybody knows about it. You know? <laughs> so that's yeah. my thing. So, yeah, it was, like I said, it was one of those I, moments. I'm not on anybody's side. I, I thought, I think, it, I just think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all just, win. I think we the all winners win. I'm, are I'm, us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, as a comedian, if you yeah. go after people, know how to fight. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> just make sure you know how to fight. Because if you say some wild shit and you can't fight, people are going to come for you first. So <laughs> coming in first, uh nah, do it, do it <laughs> right. Whoop his ass on stage. Like it's like he had the angel on his side, like, no, just play it off, just keep laughing. And you got the devil over here, it's like, no, nah, stomp this motherfucker out, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh just don't cry about way. it afterwards. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, we, we got a show to do. We got a show to do. Eli, we're gonna be here all day. I'm sorry, y'all. We are moving on past this. We are gonna talk about some geek nerd shit now. So Please stick around. Don't don't leave. But thanks don't for leave. listening. We got it. We yeah. got it. We got no, it. No, no, yeah. no. You you gonna run them off? He like <laughs> <laughs> say good night, Gracie. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, just right. I'm just saying. Welcome. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate everybody sticking around. So please stick around. We got some more stuff we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about it right now. Boom. So we're gonna talk about this movie. I don't know what it is. Everybody want to hear what Eli has to say? Go for it, Eli. What what are we what are we talking about? So. Uh, yeah, it's the movie X, new horror flick. Um. And it's about basically it takes place in the seventies. It's a total throwback to like trashy seventies horror, like Texas Chainsaw, The Last House on the Left. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's about the, the, this this they're make the, this uh they're doing a porno. They're shooting a porno. Interesting. Like okay. out on this like dude this dude's farm, and then people start getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a slasher um they're doing yeah they're shooting this porn and then so i don't want to spoil who's doing the killing because that's kind of like part of it you know 
but someone starts knocking them off. And uh, yeah, um, and it's pretty cool. I, I, I dug on it. It is a little bit of a slow burn at first, but once it gets going, it gets going. It hits all the sweet spots that horror fans want. Really cool kill scenes, plenty of gore. Um, at one point, it takes a left turn into Eaten Alive. I don't know if anybody heard of Eaten Alive. It's a Toby Hooper, director of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He did a movie called Eaten Alive. I'm not going to tell you what it's about because then I'm going to spoil the movie and shit. But um, this movie pays homage to Eaten Alive. And when that scene happened, I laughed my ass off. I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, it also explores like the, the like sex and violence and sex and violence as entertainment. You know, why do we watch these things? It kind of like makes this question. Why are we entertained by sex and violence? And, um, and when is it considered art or exploitation? When is set, like when, when, cause they're, like they're trying to do a, they're shooting a porn, but like, like the cameraman's like, I'm going to shoot this. I'm going to do this really cool shots. And this is going to be better than other porn. This is going to be art porn. <laughs> you know, he's talking all this Oh, shit. you're one of those. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Like elevated porn or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> And, and they have conversations about horror. They're like having a conversation about the movie Psycho and how that's, that's, that sets it. It's not just a regular cheesy horror flick. It's like elevated, like that term elevated horror, which I don't really agree with. Um, you know, it, uh, the, the, that's like a term that's being thrown around in the horror community, elevated horror. So it's kind of like know, instead they, of a comic book, it's a graphic novel. It's got that's a yes, it's a graphic novel. Yes. Yeah. Um, the hipster term. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, I, you know, it's just fans. You know, you can tell these movies are made by horror fans and they're taking it seriously, you know, and when it's taken seriously, it's it's good. It's it's done well. And that's what this movie is. It's, you can tell the guy, it's Ty West. He did House of the Devil, which was okay. Um, was it The Innkeepers, which was okay. Supernatural shit. I'm not a big fan of supernatural shit, but um, those are okay. Uh, but this this is like a slasher. You know, bloody gore. Um, and yeah, and then also a comment on ageism. You know, the, the young culture versus the old culture. And the, the clashing of the cultures, you know. Um, and, re, you know, how religion plays into that. You know, relig religious morals and, you know, um, you know, how that influences art. And, you know, or tries to censor art, so to speak. So there's a lot of, you know social and political commentary going on you know underlying themes that i thought was pretty cool it gets deep like that but still in the end it's got some cool kills some cool gore and i had a good time i give it a solid fuck yeah so check out x if you like horror flicks yeah i've been hearing some good things about people saying it's like one of the best horror movies coming out of a while kid cuddy's in it yeah kid cuddy's in it so. okay but i mean do you agree it's one of the best horror movies in recent it's, years or? well i it is it's cool and i like it that it's not a reboot it's not a sequel you know it's an original horror flick you know and you don't i mean most of the movies we see are either sequels or reboots or some some, some kind of franchise you know mm -hmm. so it's good to see people doing original shit these days so cool cool all right hold on we got jake fisher in the house jake what you got for me uh I did stay oh. for the end credits. Yes, the end. There's a there's an after credit scene that um, sort of uh, 
teases a prequel. Um, uh, yeah, there's a prequel. And again, I don't want to give any spoilers uh, about what's going on. So I don't want to go into the after credit scene too much, but it basically sets up another movie. So. Cool. Also, Jake said, I'm trying to find that comment, but it, it keeps oh, getting buried. Says how, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we do talk. Yeah, we will. Well, some, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> we will We will later on the night. So hopefully everybody still sticks around for that. But yeah, we got some coming in. Oh, uh, but yeah, let's see. Uh, the girl scream is in. What, what girl? Yes. Oh, oh, the, the new scream. The that new is on Paramount yeah. Plus. Haven't seen it. I will I will get around to it. Uh, but shout out to Peel. Who is it? You know Peel? Oh, Peel. Oh, he's talking know. about Jordan Peele? I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized his, his profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> People wasted no time, man. People wasted no time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's, it's on me now? Yeah, you're up. Cool. Okay. All right. So, like I said, Eli watched a movie. I watched a TV show. Not only did I watch a TV show, I actually uh, subscribed to this service just to watch the TV show. And when this TV show ends, I will unsubscribe to the service. Uh, the show is Halo. So, yes, um, I don't talk about Halo a lot on this show because, like I said, it's not it's not 2005. So I don't really talk about Halo like it is. <laughs> but if it was 2005, I would talk the shit about Halo because that's all I did was just play Halo all the damn time. But now they have a show talking about Halo. And let's see what we got. We got another one. Yeah, for the remakes. remakes. But technically, this isn't a remake. Technically, right? No. I mean, it's, uh, got, X, I think, yeah. it's, it's an homage to, like, other mm-hmm. horror flicks from the 70s. You know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So, like I said, the thing about Halo is that uh, a lot of people are bashing. Here's the thing, Eli. I, I think I know how you feel now because I'm trying to have a conversation about Halo online, about what people think about the first episode of the show, but you can't have a conversation because everybody is fucking pissed about something. <laughs> Yeah, it's so. Doesn't that <laughs> like, suck? Don't, don't you? I'm like, damn, is this what Eli feels like? I'm like, shit. <laughs> you can't have a conversation about the show because the thing is, the the direct the people that made the show came out and said that they weren't really going to take inspiration from the games. That's now it was taken out of context. That's not what they meant. They just said they were going to more like take conversation from the lore and adapt the lore, not just ignore the games, not do anything about the games. So it already put a bad taste in people's mouth. Also, a big thing also is that they actually took off Master Chief's helmet, which is in the game a no-no. Uh, Paramount is definitely worth watching. If oh, you, really? Yeah. So, uh, is but, white, but think, is he a white guy? Yes, he is a white. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? You know, <laughs> of course he's a white guy. Yeah, I'm gonna show you what it looked like. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, that's what that's what Master Chief looked like." Show. He looks like a guy that would cut. Oh, his- put it back yeah. on. Put it- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what is going on? All right, so yeah, so that's what Master Chief looks like. But the thing is, there is so many uh, parallels to this in The Mandalorian. So it's like two things we banned from this show we're going to talk about versus Will Smith versus Star Wars. So we're going to have to talk about both of them because I have to talk about Star Wars in parallel to uh, Halo because there are a lot of similarities to it, especially with The Mandalorian. Because not only, because like I said, we have what this faceless warrior that walks around the whole time and shoots up shit and goes from planet to planet and does homeless. That's cool. But not only that, but he has a cute sidekick. This is his baby Yoda. So yeah, yeah. She doesn't exist in the game. It's just in, in this thing. So she's the last survivor of this whatever, whatever, whatever. The government tells, uh, 
Master Chief to bring her in, but what they really want to do is assassinate her, so they escape, and now they go on these crazy adventures. So he has to take care of this, this girl the whole time. And she has to get to know him, she doesn't trust him, stuff like that. And that's why he takes the helmet off, because since she doesn't trust him, he has to take the helmet off. You know, not accused Baby Yoda. Uh, everything is wanna, subjective. Did you, you know? want to cuddle like, oh, did you see this chick and go, oh? No, she was annoying <laughs> as hell. It was just like, <laughs> why she live? You know? <laughs> Plus, she was like selling drugs at the beginning of the show. It's just like, okay, oh, what? See, babe, some- no, no see, she has to be like, basically carry her own show. You know, like people want to see her instead of the fucking regular show. Because that's what a, that's what Baby Yoda is now. Everyone just wants right. to see Baby Yoda and everything. And Baby Yoda not... could be, be an Obi-Wan somehow. Right. They'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nobody wants a show of her. They don't want to show her that. Nobody even understands why she lives. She's the only li- uh, one that lives. But yeah. Okay. So the thing is, how do you describe the show? How I feel about the show? I liked the show. Don't love it. It didn't blow my socks off, you know. But I will say this, those first 20 minutes of the show, when it came on, right before the credits sequence gave, Eli, yeah, it, it satisfied me in ways that only Halo has been able to do. So it gave, it scratched that itch, you know, I gave see. me the Halo-isms. And then the credits scene started. And then the rest of the show went. Then I was like, okay. Oh, no. this is a yeah. cut scene I can't skip. That's exactly what the <laughs> fuck it was. It was a it was a forty five minute cutscene. I like I don't want to watch this shit. So it's like okay. So like I said, I'm a Halo fan, but I'm more of a fa- Halo fan of the gameplay. Now I know a lot of people like the Halo lore and the Halo story. Unpopular opinion, hot take: the Halo lore sucks. I'm sorry. All it is is just a mishmash of better sci fi stories just thrown in there together, and it just works. It's uncharted. Like Uncharted is just a ripoff of other stuff. That's what Halo is. So Halo yeah. is a TV show based on a video game that's based on other sci-fi shit. So when you're watching Halo and say you don't know anything about the video game, it looks like another sci-fi show. If you Starship don't know anything Troopers. about like Starship Troopers, Star Trek, Star Aliens, Wars, yeah. Aliens, Terminator, yeah. it's all in there. You know, but it's kind of hard to separate stuff from that when that's the root of the story anyway. You know, uh, do no, not me. Okay. <laughs> oh, not you. Okay. No, no, she's bitter. She got two baby Yoda. You got any left for me? Okay. I'm never sure what you're saying, but appreciate you for sticking around. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing. So he has to take care of this chick. He took, takes the helmet off. The reason he takes his helmet off is because he has to basically connect with this girl. The girl doesn't trust him because he's wearing this sci-fi, sci-fi helmet on. But when he takes his, you know, helmet off and shows his face, all of a sudden, oh, now she trusts him, you know. So I guess. And you know what? Like I said, this is the guy that's that's Master Chief now. I've never seen Master Chief face before. I've been playing Halo for 20 years. I always thought he was a black guy. Well, that's gone, you know. But <laughs> that's cool. And I get it. You know, he's a movie star. You know, he wants to show off the moneymaker, but... The thing is, man. But okay. Well, I think the, I think the reason why he never saw his face because you're it's supposed to be whoever the player is, right? Exactly. That's the thing. Okay, so that's the thing. People are trying to translate video game logic to movie logic. Now, yes, in the video game, it makes sense for Master Chief not to show his face because, like I said, he doesn't have a face. He doesn't have a personality. He talks in monotone, so that way, since you're inputting yourself into the character Master Chief, he's your avatar. So you're playing as him. But 
people trying to compare this to to the Mandalorian, where the Mandalorian went the whole time with the show, never taking his mask off, other than you know once or two times. Not the same thing. Mandalorian had a personality. He had a character. He was funny. He told jokes. Master Chief never does any of that yeah. stuff. So it's not the same thing. So where the Mandalorian, you can see him in place where he can go on a you know an airplane trip and joke around with uh you know people in his surroundings. Master Chief doesn't do that. So you got a guy with no personality, no face, no joke. That does not work in a live action setting with people trying to connect with this character. That does not work. And plus, there's no religious reason for Master Chief not to take his helmet off. He actually takes the helmet off all the time. We just never see it. So whenever he takes the helmet off in the game, like the camera will cut away, you know, where you can't see it. But there's no reason like, oh, people can never see me. It's not like Mandalorian where this is the way. No, it's not that. <laughs> he just doesn't do it. So it's like there's no reason for him not to take the helmet off. So like I said, people want the game to translate perfectly to the movie. No medium should translate 100% to another medium. It doesn't work they, like that. They could have given him Chris Rock's voice. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nothing. His voice sucks in this in this show. <laughs> that's another thing where I want to take the helmet off. Like, okay, you too muffled, dude. I can't understand what the fuck you're saying anyway. So take the helmet off so I can understand what you're saying. You know, uh, here's the image they wanted him to put out. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, my dreams of a black master chief is crushed, but you know, uh, he can be black in the game. Could be, could be. Uh, you, you brought up a good point, Jake, because this, and that's another reason people are pissed because this isn't canonical to the game. This doesn't fit in it. This isn't connected. So people are asking what pit time period does the game take place towards the game? It doesn't. It's just a mismatch. It's, it's an adaptation. It's an adaptation. It's just like what Marvel does. It's like what everybody does. So it's not taking from that. It's just taking here, taking there, taking from this game. How is the that. action? Like, is the action cool? The action is cool when it's there. When it's there. Like I said, the money is on the screen. It's there. And it feels like Halo. Halo, Master Chief does some shit. Like when he first, they, they uh, he come out of like the Halo plane. I know the Halo plane. I'm just saying that for people that don't know what the Halo plane is. But I know what the Halo plane is. He jumps out with no parachute. He lands. All his other teammates jump out, land. They start sniping people and shooting. The action is awesome. Like I said, that first 20 minutes, even if you're not a Halo fan, you'll be into it. It's just after that shit, you know. <laughs> Uh, people are saying people aren't acting like they did in the game. Oh, they don't pay attention. Yes, most of them are. Like people think about Dr. Hawley. They're saying she didn't act in it. She's acting too much like a supervillain, acting too much like a mad scientist. That's what she is. Yeah, she looks like a nice lady. She's a fucking psycho in the game. So, and people are people that aren't putting connection that she's acting like that in the game. I mean, the TV show, that's supposed to be. So, that's my thing. So, I think I talked about Halo enough. Like I said, it's not enough for me to uh, dig into Halo because they gave me one episode, so I can't dig into it like I want to. But as far as the first episode, no, I am not canceling my Paramount Plus subscription. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to watch some more. I've been entertained by the show. So if everybody else want to bitch about it and complain about it and, you know, I, they want me to pick up a pitchfork and walk with them, sorry, I'm I'm not I'm not on that boat. I'm not doing it. So Damn it, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a part of the mob. I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> oh, what do we got? What do we got now? Damn, are we already there? There's something else we got to talk about. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Let's talk about it. Okay. Good. No, it's, it's good. It's good. Let's talk about. Oh, they bleeped it. I, <laughs> I, I had a, a, a thing down at the bottom. They bleeped it. But anyway, I was we were talking about Atlanta City. Six, six. Oh, those are eights. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they, they bleeped me. They bleeped me. <laughs> oh, no shit. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so let's talk yeah, about it. Let's Atlanta. talk about this. Let's talk. I yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. For people that haven't seen a season premiere of Atlanta, you need to watch it. You need to watch it because it it. I wasn't ready, Eli, at the ready. I mean, like I Neither said, was I? We, I was. I, we quite yeah. I mean, caught off yeah. guard. <laughs> yeah, this thing like we were expecting at the season premiere of Atlanta. So I, you know, I went and got some Popeyes. I'm gonna sit down here. It's thirty minutes show. I'm gonna have some laughs, have some chuckles. I'm be like, okay, yeah. it's Atlanta. This Donald Clover's a funny guy. You know, watch this shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? You're like, this shit turned into like a Jordan Peele movie real quick, like out of nowhere. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was it was disturbing. I was yeah. I was just, and I'm jaded. I watch horror shit all the time. Yeah. You know, this I was generally. Uh, like mad, angry, mm-hmm. sad, you know. The reason why I'm not I don't watch true crime shit cuz I get pissed off, you know what I mean? Cuz the shit really happened. Yeah, I could watch all these horror movies because that's fiction, you know. It's an outlet. Right. I, I it, you know, I, I cope with shit with through horror. You know, it, it's fictional. Whereas like true right. crime I, shit, it mm-hmm. shit really happens and it, it bums me out, you know. So I was getting bummed out watching this fucking <laughs> premiere. Yeah, and I know? think we need to explain to people that yeah. for folks that have seen uh, the Atlanta season premiere, uh, or whether or not you have, it's actually based on a real story. Like I didn't yes. know that, Eli. I didn't know this was based on a real story. Oh, really? So I, I saw it, I where like, it was going. I didn't know. I, saw, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, I saw where it was going, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That you know, and I was like, "What are they going to do with this? You know, how far right. are they going to take this?" And um, well, spoilers. It had a. I mean, it had a happy ending. It gave us a happy ending. Um, right. which I thought was pretty cool because I was like, because like I, I had no, I had no desire to see that play out. You know what I mean? Right. Well, see, yeah. here's the thing. Here's how tragic that story is. So what they're saying is that, uh, like I said, for people that haven't seen the show, when that tragedy happened, there was one boy body they didn't find. And, and oh, like yeah. they said, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that was the story of the boy to have. But I guess he. Like I said, they still changed the ending of the story because he showed them at the end all the kids survived. So yeah. they still gave us a happy ending when all this stuff went down. So I'm just like, wow. Uh, Peel got another coming call. Nope. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. ready for the, we ready for that too. Uh, supposed to be redoing movie Clue. Clue's a classic. I don't know. I don't know if you do that. <laughs> uh, uh, and not only that, not only was that beginning the ending scene was a, a, a based on true story, but that beginning scene also we talking about the lake, how the bodies were buried under the water and stuff like that. That's true also. And the, and the scary part of it, that's not the only time that happened. Like I said, we talk about Rosewood. We talk about the Tulsa massacre. We don't talk about that how they had black cities that were drowned and just covered up over just, you know, they didn't even bother getting rid of them. Yeah. And that happened all over the country. And it just, and because it's history and we know who's writing the history, you just make it seem like it never happened. Yeah. So yeah. Like no, I said, it I, was, and that, that, and that beginning scene, I was into it. I was like, Oh shit. And I, and I, and I, you know, because I'm a horror fan, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. dude's going to turn around and his face is going to be all fucked up. Like I was calling it. I, I saw the cues. And sure enough, and then when the the hands came up from the fucking water, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Damn!" You know, I thought that <laughs> so was so. They get you cool. prepared to let you know what the episode is going to be to be, begin <laughs> yeah. with. So yeah, it went straight up horror. It went straight up horror, true crime, and like once upon a time in Hollywood, it did the Tarantino thing where it rewrote the history and gave us a happy ending. Um, 
which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm like my brother, like back to the whole flooded town and, you know, um, people of color and their communities being, you know, erased from history. <laughs> my brother, shout out to Fat T. That's what he says. That's why the Minnesota Vikings are never going to win a Super Bowl because all the shit they did to the Indians. <laughs> 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 you know. And oh, he speaking said of, did you, did oh, you see the Cleveland Indians uh, change the name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. But he also said, you know, um, he back I – mean, this – this show really points out the flawed foster care system, um, which it really is, especially dealing with kids of color. Mm -hmm. um, and, and to the point where, again, back to my brother, that he, uh, that's what he tells his kids. He's like, if you don't act up, you can go live with the white family. Right. <laughs> and they will kill you. You like, you keep up acting up. No, it will kill you. <laughs> And it's just back to Jordan. It's funny that we bring up Jordan Peele, you know, and we talk about how he brings uh, black people's perspective to the horror genre. What scares black people? What black people fear? And this is what it is. I mean, this episode really highlights the fear and anxiety of people of color um, and how legends are born. Like back to like what my brother said, you know, you don't behave yourself the boogeyman's going to get you. Well, this is the boogeyman for people of color. You know what I mean? You know, the foster care system, you know, the, the, the halfway houses and the abuse. Right. That Unseasoned chicken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was some funny moments in this episode. <laughs> it was, but I felt bad about laughing at him. That's the thing. I like, I, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but when it's kind of funny. You when know? he was wearing the free hug sign or had the free hug sign. <laughs> right. <your> dad hugs. <laughs> I like I shouldn't be laughing at this, but I'm sorry. It's oh funny. man, <laughs> when she told that kid you should sing a song while you work, I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's but I like that that it sort of brings up you know, the, uh, 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 mythology, you know, and how stuff gets started, and the legends, and this is this is like a boogeyman. This is this is a scary story to people of color, you know. Yeah. Um, and because there's so much black history out there that we don't know about. Like I said, mm -hmm. the beginning of Lake Lanier, even this story, like, like I said, Eli, you knew about it. It's a lot of people that didn't know about this story. Yeah. You know, cause I went on Twitter people like, yeah, man, those writers at Atlanta, man, where did they get the ideas from? And then people start showing pictures of these people. They're like, no, all of that happened. I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's a fucking twisted story in real life. You know, right. Um, and and really another thing happened. about it, Another thing that catched my attention, like I said, which even though Jordan Peele had nothing to do with this episode, but it just feels like them, like the, the bad guys of Get Out and the bad guys of this, notice they're all white liberals. Yeah. That's the thing that gets me. Yeah, it's like those are the people you need to be scared of. Yeah. And how you know, at least and, conservatives and, and, just straight up tell you to your face they don't like you. You and you how it snowball and how it snowballed this sort of guilt uh savior complex. Like it right. all started with the teacher at school, you know. Right. She was oh, trying to save him. Save the know. kid. And basically that snowballs and puts this kid in this fucked up situation. You know, right. um, people trying to, you know, save, you know, the minorities, so to speak, and end up just doing worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So, man. But yeah, that's all I want to talk about. We talk about Atlanta. Uh, the second episode, I guess we'll talk about the second episode. Ep second episode 
was good. Had his you moments. Know, <laughs> it had his moment, but after that first episode, you had to like, yeah. like I guess, calm down. Yeah, I, I had to like, I had to take a break. Okay, I had to take a break after that first episode. Like, oh, because well, the second episode felt like more Atlanta. You know, we've seen <laughs> yeah. that episode, well, it, but yeah, yeah, the first episode didn't really have anything to do with the characters, and it was like yeah, a none of them showed up. It, but you know what? That's kind of like the genius of the show is that Donald yeah. Glover can do whatever he wants to with this show because they yeah. do stuff like this. They just they want to make an animated cartoon version cool you want to uh have a side character just have it about the barber the whole time and you never see him again cool florida man cool cat williams shows up fine but <laughs> alligator but, uh, man he got alligator, alligator man you just just that's the thing with this show they just do whatever they want to do <clears throat> so <laughs> but yeah like i liked when uh paper boy was in jail and he didn't want to leave it was where was he in sweden or whatever right he in, sweden, in sweden he was like Tell the the uh the guard, can you turn the light off for me? Yeah. Yes, sir. He's ordering his lunch. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. He's ordering his lunch in jail. You're like, man, just leave me that, in here the whole time, you know. Because that's how it is in Europe. A lot of European countries, their jails, they believe in actual rehabilitation. Right. And uh, basically and, their jail system isn't as fucked up as our jail system. Yeah, because they believe in rehabilitating the criminals and putting criminals back in societies. Criminals get to vote in jail politicians go to their jails and give speeches to the prisoners because they're allowed to vote because they they want society to thrive you know so they don't just lock their prisoners away and throw away the key and treat them like animals they actually want them to return to society and you know rehabilitated so their jails are are very uh you know they're they're well maintained they get all these services yeah (laughs) He was like, "Can you turn down the heat a little bit?" <laughs> like, basically, paper. They were there to bail Paperboy out of jail, and he didn't want to leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the floors don't play today. Yeah. Anytime some crazy shit happens on TV, it's when it says Florida man, you know some crazy shit gonna happen after that. You know. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, can we move on past that? Like I said, if you haven't seen Atlanta, watch it, but be prepared for that first episode. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can move on past that. Yeah, we make a good time, Eli. Like I said, this is the comic book bullies where we talk about comic books. Jake, I hope you're still here. We're about to talk about comic books. <laughs> I need to probably check that out. With all the other bullshit we talked about, but we actually got to talk about comics now. Uh, and Eli, I, th- I think you ought to go first. We'll, we'll let you go first, and I'll jump into it. But what what book you got? You're gonna start. I guess I'll do Shang Chi. Shang Chi, number ten. His mama says Shang Chi. I'm gonna call him Shang Chi. I don't care <laughs> if it's woke or whatever. I don't care. That's what I'm calling him. So. Yeah. So um, this continues. Uh, so his grandfather is after is after the whole bloodline, Shang Chi's bloodline. You know. So the last issue, he summoned these creatures called the uh, I forget what they're called. They're like these ancient Chinese the to- monsters. The Toei Tales. Toei Tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically, they uh, use the blood. They will search the blood of any of any victim you know they basically used his bloodline to to create these monsters and they will kill anybody with that bloodline so it's going around killing shang chi's family um and it and last issue ended when brother saber is in the is in prison in the not the not the negative zone where is he at he's in the prison for super villains the vault the vault the vault the vault yeah yeah and the the monster shows up and tries to kill him, but then Shang Chi and the rest of the crew show up and they fight and you know save him, end up breaking him out of jail. Um, 
Meanwhile, while that's going on, the grandfather is going around where he, she found, he found sister hammer in some woods and he's trying to get her. Um, but basically they end up going to, uh, that realm that's in the movie, you know, Tao Yeah. Tao Yeah. They end up going there to, uh, you know, basically regroup and face their grandfather off, you know, take the fight to him. And once they get there oh, and, and rescue their mom, mother, and the mother they, and rescue the mom. Yeah. So they want, yeah. so they get to the, that, the foreign realm and they're meted like, yay, execute them. And that's where the book ends. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it's cool. Uh, we've been, we both been digging on this series. This, uh, it, it, you know, nothing, it's kind of a filler book, you know, all the action happened last one. This is sort of like a, the transition. So we're probably going to get well, the it, final it's, battle. It's, it's, getting the fam- it's getting the family together. That's all it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. The, the whole family, the the Shang-Chi. Uh, you you really gotta, had to go get his brother out of jail. Yeah. Uh, the five, had to rescue Sister Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Five Weapons Society. They're reuniting to take on the grandfather that's trying to kill them all. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, four I mean, out of five. It's, it's, yeah, if, if you like family. That, and honestly, Eli, that's what sells me on this book, family. Because yeah. first off, Sister Dagger is one of my favorite characters that came out of last year. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just anytime she shows up, that that sells the book for me. So yeah. Uh, so I guess it's on me. Uh, yeah. That's I want. That's why I want you to go first because I didn't want to do this book. I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. For anybody stuck around for the comics, there was some shit comics this week, but we're gonna make do as best we can. Uh, the book I'm going to do is Action Comics 1041. It is a Superman book with no Superman in it. So. Yeah, and you you said you actually read this again? I didn't read this, no. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you read it for some reason. I don't know why I thought you read it, but yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get the page on there. Yep, let's do that. Let's get this thing going. Uh, basically, what's going on for people that haven't keeping up with the Superman book, and if you haven't, I don't blame you. Uh, he is stuck on World World. He's actually a prisoner on World World right now by Mongol, controlled by Mongol, and... Basically, they're trying to stage a like a, a prison break. They're trying to get all the prisoners together to stage a prison break to get everybody off off the planet. You know, uh, and Superman actually brought he has his own team called the Authority, which consists of Omac, some Flash, not the Flash, but a Flash, uh, Natasha, you know, uh, Steel's niece, Midnighter and Apollo. All of them even got the ass whooping, got kidnapped. So, yeah. Uh, before I get started, let me see where are we. Uh, oh, you already said that. Yeah, but that's cool. All right, so let's get to it. Yeah. So how the book starts off is, like I said, basically the people are telling stories of Superman. No, I'm sorry, the Superman. <laughs> and they're telling stories about all the – because they're telling stories of Superman to give them hope about what they've done. But then another dude shows up like, oh, you want to tell a story of the Superman? Well, let me tell you a story of the Superman. He got the fuck beat out of him by Mongo. How do you like that story? You know, uh, and while they're showing Superman getting his ass whooped, uh, all of a sudden, right before they kill that guy, he gets attacked and like the Superman has come to save us. But it's not the Superman. It's Midnighter. <laughs> Midnighter has broken loose. He's trying to free people. And this is a Midnighter book, pretty much. So we're going to keep going on. Talk about that. Midnighter is basically trying to break all the other members of the authority out of prison superman has gone missing what, oh, was it, what was that that book the superman and the authority did that, that ever finish up or whatever yeah yeah it was just four issues written by grant morrison yeah yeah this yeah, is a yeah. continuation from that book yeah okay yeah yeah 
So he all got a team together to go to Mongol and they got the ass beat. So yeah. So uh, he goes there, find this guy, and he's like, I'm looking for this guy called Thargrill Labor. Have you seen him? Uh and he's just like, Who who dares speak the name of the blood priest? And he's just like, Oh, yeah, that must be you. Okay, cool. And then he slices his arm off. <laughs> you know uh and then kills him he was like and they were like it's the superman you're like i'm not fucking superman quit calling me that it's bad enough y'all call me batman <laughs> superman's just an insult you know uh so midnight i think he's doing a thing so he frees the prisoners and he ch- cuts their chains off he's like okay y'all come with me but the thing is he actually screwed up cutting the chains off because the thing is their chains are like their their currency or their rank in in world war life because the thing is the more good de- or the more deeds they do to please Mongol, the more links he puts on their chains. So the more links they have on their chains, basically like the more, you know, rank in society they have. So him cutting their chains is like basically, basically bring them down to nothing, you know. So he's like, well, well screw it. y'all crazy. I'm leaving, you know. But anyway, he's looking for Apollo. They're using Apollo to power the world war. So he's stuck in the center of the world war. And like, like a month has passed. Shit just getting worse. They keep telling stories about Superman, how you know he fought Doomsday and beat Doomsday and beat some other chick that we never heard of. Uh <laughs> in. Yeah. Cut to some weird end. shit. Yeah. Uh Superman fights some green chick. But anyway, Midnighter <laughs> is basically freeing people. He's like, Look, I know where Apollo is. Apollo is in the center of World World. I'm gonna break <laughs> him out. It's like if you break out Apollo and he's our only power source, you're going to kill the majority of people on World World. Uh and, and Midnight is like, I don't care. He's like, but Superman would never, like, quit fucking calling me Superman. <laughs> I'm not Superman. Don't do that shit, you know. Uh, I'm going I'm coming here to save my husband. Spoiler alert, Midnight is gay and Apollo's his husband. I'm coming to save my husband. I don't give a damn about none of you. And when I get him, we live. And y'all can don't do whatever make, y'all want Don't to. make Midnight or slap anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know who's playing him in the movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway one of the spies are basically come and say why he's going to get ready to rescue midnighters i mean rescue apollo to free him he's like wait before you go i just got word that uh mongo has sent his army down to kill all the arena fighters they're gonna kill everybody tonight and midnight's like how they gonna kill everybody superman's down there steel's down there omax down there so he's not stupid to go down there and fight them well first saw superman is gone we haven't seen him in weeks and Omac is one of the people they're using to kill everybody. He was like, wait, what? So Midnight has a choice. Do you save the authority or do you save Apollo? What's the option? You know, so he's like, well, fuck it. Let's go save, let's go save the authority. I mean, like, yeah, let's go save them. Oh, no, no. He makes a choice, but then that's when he looks up in the sky and he's like, somebody says something. He like, we can't do this without Superman. He like, you're not without Superman. And then he looks in the sky and you can almost hear the music. Like as long as their hope, as long as they're whatever the Superman shit, you know. Uh, so basically, they're gonna go rescue the the, the pit fighters before a Mongo kills everybody. So they go down there, uh, and you know Natasha's talking shit, and Omac has been brainwashed into being one of the you know the minions, and she's come to kill everybody. And that's when the whole blows in, and it was like that's not the Omac I remember. And then it's when you see, let's get these people home. And it's Superman in like a Conan the Barbarian outfit flying with a sword and shield with the S symbol on his belt. So, and they're like Superman of War World, you know. Uh, so he's got a sword and a shield? 
So it's Gladiator Superman? Yeah, Gladiator Superman. Not the first time he's done this. This is not a new thing. Back in the 80s when he was trapped on World War then, he was like, uh, he Gladiator Superman then. So they just redoing it again. Uh, this was all predicted in Super State, where I think Superman does conquer World I think he conquers World World and takes over World World. Because if he doesn't, somebody is winning. That's why you don't see Superman again in Future State. But anyway, uh, still a tough book to go through, get through. A lot of moving parts going on there. I just want to wrap this story up and just give me, just put Superman back in the book. Put Superman back in his own book. That's all I want. So overall, mm-hmm. three to five. You know, it's cool. Oh, that's not a bad. That's not bad. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's really. I just. I want things to get back to status quo. I, I know I'm whining like a you know a little baby stuff like that. I just want things to get back to status quo. I don't want not my action comics. Right. I don't want Barbarian Superman, man. It's just just you know whatever. All right. What what, what do you got next? Let's get him back into some tights like a tough guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like my superheroes and leotards like a real man. <laughs> Underwear on the outside. <laughs> right. All right. Um, let's see. I will do. Do I got that? Oops, 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 oops. Okay. The, the only other book I'm doing is this uh, Godzilla versus Power Rangers from IDW. Okay. The, they're doing, you know, they've been doing these crossover books. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, Cullen Bunn writing. Freddie Williams back on the art. He did the, you know, the, the Batman Ninja Turtle books. And who did he? He-Man. He-Man and uh, who they cross over with? Star Trek or somebody? IDW has been doing these like crossover books, um, and and Freddie Williams has been doing all the art. It's dope. I mean, he, he's a great artist. So this is uh, I, I apologize. I'm not well versed in Power Rangers. Um, what? More, I, I yeah, I'm more of an '80s kid. I came up during the '80s. I'm a little old. Yeah, I'm 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 a boomer. I don't whatever the fuck. I'm old. I came up during the 80s. I was in college when Power Rangers. How are you going to run a nerd podcast don't know about Power Rangers? <laughs> Let me guess. You don't uh, think about anime either, do you? <laughs> my little brother and my little and my, and my nephews, they were into the Power Rangers. That was their shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I, I do know Godzilla, so I'm here for the Godzilla. Okay, uh, so you are the target demographic for Godzilla. I, yeah, I, they, they got me. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... They're so like, if we, don't, if we don't get the the uh, if we yeah. don't get the, the millennials, we'll get the boomers. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in between, you know. So this book starts off with the Power Rangers. They're fighting. Uh, again, I, I don't know what, what's the name. Goldar, yeah, that guy, Goldar and Rita, and um, and oh, and a bunch shit. of the yeah, the, the a bunch fa- of those villains. So I guess I know Power Rangers because you naming people I know. I'm like, oh shit, am I a Power Rangers fan? Yeah, that that chick I, with the hey, yeah, yeah, that I've become, I've become what I hated. So yeah, yeah. Um, so really the Power Rangers, yeah, the Power Rangers are fighting. Uh, you know them and the putties. Is that what they're called? The putties, you know, and they're kicking ass. You know, but Rita is opening up. Uh, Rita's opening up some portal to another dimension. She's like, ah, fuck this world. The Power Rangers are always ruining our shit. Let's go to another world where there ain't no Power Rangers. So she opens up this portal. They get sucked through. Only one Ranger gets sucked through. It's the Green Ranger. He gets sucked through. Um, and they end up on a world where Godzilla, Godzilla and Megalon is fighting. 
and like, oh shit, I can control these monsters and they can take over the world. I, that's what she wants to do: and take over the monsters, control Godzilla, and take over the Earth. But meanwhile, Cause, cause monsters are already her thing anyway. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, on the 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 aliens from Planet X. I don't know if you, again I'm referring to Godzilla movies. There's those aliens in the flying saucer. They're in those weird uh, leotard jumpsuits and stuff. Um, uh, and um, so they're, they, they, she meets with them and Goldar and the putty start kicking their asses. And she's like, I'm taking over, blah, 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 blah. And the aliens, these aliens guys are like, yo, you can't control these monsters. We've been trying to do this on this earth for a long time. And Godzilla is the protector of the earth. And we can't destroy them. We've been bringing monsters from all kinds of planets, and Godzilla keeps kicking their ass, you know. So she's like, "Oh, we'll work together, and we'll destroy Godzilla." Blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, the Green Ranger—he's the only one that got sucked through to this world. He blows his flute or whatever, and summons the uh, his big giant robot dinosaur, the the Dragon Zord. Yeah, that's something, right? I think <laughs> that may be season two. I, I, I kind of fell off by the end. I don't know. Yeah. So he summons a drag. He blows a flute and a dragon, big giant robot dinosaur comes or a dragon Zord and kind of looks like mega Godzilla and Godzilla ends up whipping the dragon Zord's ass, like totally beats the shit out of this dragon. Sword. Um, they're, they get into a little bit of, they get into a little bit of a scrap, you know, Dragon Zord, you know, gets a few licks in, but ultimately, you know, once you know Godzilla does his atomic breath, fucks up it, the Dragon Zord. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, uh, the 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 Green Ranger, Tommy is that his name? Yeah, his name's Tommy. Uh, they're like, oh shit, like I'm all by myself, and the Dragon Zord's been destroyed. What the hell am I gonna do? And he's like, and, but then just in time, the other Power Rangers show up. They they somehow. Zordon or whatever his name is opened up the portal and sent the rest of the Power Rangers through. So they all come through the portal and like, here, we're here to save you, Tommy. And we got the Dino Zord power. Uh, whatever that means. So I guess they got another dinosaur robot that's going to help kick ass too. More powerful than the Dragon Zord robot, I guess. I, I guess. I, it, did, did, it, did they form like Voltron? No, they didn't yet. They just that's just the last panel, you know. Okay. Let's see. Do, 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 do. So yeah. That's the last panel, last page. The rest of the power oh, Rangers this, this, show this up. Not a, this is not a one shot? No, it's to be continued. And like it's morphin' time and then to be continued. So oh. yeah, these all these books, all these crossovers, they uh they all they're all been like, yeah, four or five story arcs, issue arcs. So but you know, this was fun. The art is cool. Like I said, right off the bat, you're giving me Megalon, which is a Godzilla villain. You're giving me the, the aliens from Planet X. You're giving me what I want to see. And then if you're a Power Rangers fan, you know, I guess you're getting your shit too. <laughs> I mean, I'm, the I'm too old for Power Rangers too. I, I, I missed that boat too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, but the fight between Godzilla and the Power Ranger uh, or the Dragon Zord was pretty cool. And the art is dope. It's Freddie Williams. I mean, come for the art. Even if the story is a little cheesy and, you know, um, I enjoyed it. You know, I'll give it a four out of five because I, I, I had fun with it, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to check out the next issue. I'm on board. 
Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, well, last book I got. You know what? I'll call it. This is my book of the week. And I think you read this also, Eli. This uh, We're going to do a milestone book. And oh, yeah. Is, uh, I read this. Icon yeah, and so, yeah, so we're going to do Icon and Rocket Season 6. That's the book we're going to do. This is actually the last issue of this season they're doing that. For people that don't know what's going on, Milestone is back. They have done three issues so far. Well, three different storylines they've done. They've done Static, they've done Hardware, and they've done Icon and Rocket. Uh, and this is the wrap-up of this one. So, uh, basically what's going on, like I said, last time we saw it, that Rocket went off with some boy that she doesn't know. And some things happened. She might may or may not have drugged or roofied. Um, and Icon is the city is getting destroyed by Icon, and he's trying to protect them from that, so he's trying to make sure that's not a thing. So let's get to it. Let's see what's going on. Like I said, last issue. Um, yeah, okay. So here's the thing the big cockroach for people that haven't keeping up with Milestone or what's going on right now, the big cockroach thing right there that is the Martian Manhunter. Yes, Milestone has their own version of Martian Manhunter. He is a fucking evil villain, and he's uh, Icon's worst enemy. So, yeah, he drugs Rocket, and she while she's trying to stumble off, trying to get it, and he takes her, her belt, which, you know, gives her her powers. He takes it, and he throws it uh, somewhere. Yeah, just throws it away. So he's like, okay, Rocket, now I'm coming for you. It's over for you. And while he's doing that, you know, you got Icon saving that Amazon. I can't remember what the Amazon's name is. She just... Omicron or whatever name. I'm going to call it Amazon. She gets destroyed. Uh, they get flooded. Uh, they're like the Brooklyn, the Dakota Bridge. I'm going to call it the Dakota Bridge. Dakota Bridge falls on top of them and they get smothered. Meanwhile, the Martian Manhunter is stabbing Rocket, you know, trying to make her not get away. But she does her like Jedi map power shit that I didn't know she had. And her belt flies back to her. Because uh, apparently, like Icon coded the belt to her DNA so it can come to her like anywhere she's at. You know, so she get it and she powers back up again. So she uses her belt, attacks uh, the Martian Manhunter bug, and she tries to run away. But he's like on her ass, like that shit didn't do anything to me. I'm coming for you, you know. So smacks the shit out of her and knocks her through a cabin. But since she, you know, has her belt on, it doesn't kill her instantly. But it doesn't tickle either. So oh, he's about to eat her, you know. So right before he's about to eat her, boom, Static comes out of nowhere. Uh, Static is in her class, and he when she left to go with that boy off campus he followed her you know so that's what's going on with that um what else we got so he's trying to see if that if rocket is okay rocket's not recovering she's not waking up she's like okay well i gotta do my thing i gotta gotta shock her back to life so he shocks her and he shocks her so good that when she wakes up her perm is shocked out of her hair <laughs> so now she has straight hair he's like uh you don't look that bad You're, calm down you don't look that bad you know uh meanwhile marshman hunter still coming after the ass giant cockroach uh icon breaks him breaks him and the amazon out they realize that rocket is in trouble because i guess they got some kind of telekinetic thing whatever oh and and they sent some more bad guys that are coming after them also so yeah and icon just just makes work of those guys moving on what do we got yeah, they got a will, they won't take thing going on. Like the Superman Wonder Woman thing that DC is scared to do with Superman and Wonder Woman, they'll do it with Icon and Rocket, you know. So Static and Rocket are fighting off, you know, Martian Manhunter, and he's just kicking the shit out of him like like it's nothing. Uh Static is like powering up, thinking he took taking him out. <laughs> and like I said, Rocket hair straight. She should rock that. That should that should be her thing now, you know. Uh, um Chris yeah, Rock, but so not Ma say nothing. 
Right. <laughs> or Static <laughs> might slap the shit out of him. I don't know. You know, Jaden will play here. Jaden Smith will play Static and slap the shit out of Chris Rock for doing that. I'm fan casting right now. Uh, but anyway, Martian Manhunter spit some bug juice at him, knocks him down, like that. And he's actually like growing, getting bigger. Um, and they realize that, yeah, everything they're doing is just making him stronger. They can't stop him. And that's when, you know, Icon finally shows up. He's like, so what's the situation going on right here? He's like, look, that big monster's getting bigger. We can't stop him. So we need some more firepower. He's like, okay, don't worry. I got people coming. The Amazon is running through the woods. She's saying she'll be there in like three minutes, whatever like that. Before she gets there, she gets stopped by some speedster with knives and shit. We don't give her name. What her name is doesn't really matter. She's she's a bad guy. Um, but she throws this ball away like this and tells the ball, you got to get to the package. And when she gets to the ball, the ball bounces away and turns into my new favorite character, Little Bit. I love Little Bit just because her power is shrinking. It's just an awesome name to just call somebody, you know. So uh, Icon knows that that she's coming. And she can't get there. So Icon tries to fight, you know, the Marshman Hunter one on one, and he can't. He's not doing any better than anybody else is. So Static, it gets a a, a message from the Amazon. She's like, "You need to go come find me because I'm getting the fight." And basically telling her, go get a little bit, go get a little bit, take a little bit to Martian Manhunter so she can shrink down and, and like mess him up. She's like, okay, cool. So that's what they do. She shrinks down. Icon flies off. Main thing is a little bit gets there and shrinks him. Where's a little bit? Where's a little bit? Where's a little bit? Yeah. A little bit uh, latches on to Martian Manhunter, shrinks him down to nothing. And Martian Manhunter, just, I mean, Icon's looking at Martian Manhunter like, oh, Cool, now you're down to size. Boom, stomps on like a cockroach. He's dead. So, yeah, that's it for that. And Icon and the Amazon kiss. And Static looks at Rocket. He's like, well. And Rocket <laughs> like, uh-uh, don't even think about it. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that's the thing. So, oh, and, and the ending is pretty cool also. Like I said, this whole book was about Rocket and Static were trying got together because they were trying to stop the drug trade. But it was backfire, it backfired on them. So what they decided to do is in Dakota decided to build a, like a, a you know, a, a recovery center, you know, for people that are, you know, trying to get off drugs that would help them get off drugs. And they think that's a, a better way to help, you know, fight the drug problem than, you know, just punch people. Uh, and yeah, and then the, the evil bad guys get together like Icon has stopped us this time, but he won't stop us next time. And it's actually bad guys like all the other milestone books also. So they got like some kind of weird Illuminati type thing, but they call themselves the system. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and that's the end of Rocket and Icon season one. Uh, like I said, I kind of flew through this, but honestly, the Icon and Rocket series has been my favorite series of the Milestone books. And I think this book uh, gave an epic conclusion to it. Uh, Eli, guess what Milestone's next series are coming out with? I heard. You heard. You've been asking <laughs> about heard. it. I like it. There's. <laughs> I was like, there's no way they're going to do it, but they're doing it. So the next series they got coming out, what I think coming out this year is Blood Syndicate. People don't know what Blood Syndicate is. It is a super-powered game. It's like if the X-Men were Crips. <laughs> That's what they are. It's some crazy shit. I'm reading it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the terrible. only milestone book that I really read, you know. Yeah. So. And, and it was all and, – and there have been some Blood Syndicate members that have popped up in certain milestone books, like in this new era already. So I'm kind of see where they go with that, you know. So they've already been playing seeds. So cool. Um, yeah, like I said, for people that haven't been reading the milestone books, pick them up. You'll love them. They, they're awesome. 
Um, anything else we got to talk about? We're, we're good. I'm booked out. Yeah, I'm sorry. So for people that want us to talk about comics, we did talk about comics. We honored our agreement. We talked about it. I know people yeah, want to talk Jake more going. about. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay, after he saw the will and, and Chris March, he was like, I'm out. So, <laughs> Jake, if you come back, if you decide to do that, I'm telling you, just fast forward all the way to the end. I'll timestamp it. You go right to the comics. <laughs> you know, uh, next week we'll have some other shit coming out. What do we got coming out? Uh, Moon Knight. Morbius? Yes, let me. Mor- <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's talk about Morbius. Let's talk about Morbius for a second. Okay, so the reviews are coming in that Morbius is going to be a shit movie. I get that. I understand it. I'm still going to see it. Why am I going to see a bad movie on purpose? Because not all bad movies are bad movies. Sometimes you can watch a bad movie and it's so bad, it's good. So I have to see You can be entertained by it, you know? You can be entertained by a bad movie. Like, you can admit it is a bad movie and still be entertained by it. Like, I'm going to go into the movie. I'm like, okay, you're telling me it's bad, but is it Batman and Robin bad? Where you can, like, you know, get, you know, intoxicated. (laughs) And still have fun with just how crazy this shit gets, or is it fan four stick bad, where it's just boring and you don't want anything to do with it, you know? Or is it somewhere in the middle, you know? So give me that. If you're gonna be a bad movie, be a bad movie, and I still have fun with it, you know? Yeah, I That's mean the, the 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 trailer looks cheesy. I'm gonna check it out, you know? Oh no, they have completely like threw this movie under the bus. Like you don't yeah. see you see no promotions for it. Nobody's hyping it. Nobody's touring for it. Jerry Leno was not doing any kind of press for it. They do not care about this movie. <laughs> well, I just saw Batman again on IMAX the other day. So I saw the Morbius trailer on this. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, vampire shit, making Lost Boys references. I'm sure I'll check it out. It's a PG-13 <laughs> vampire movie. Like, you're going to hate it. You, you, see, I might like it. You're going to hate it. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> okay <laughs> so you're I not really gonna be no out. expectations you know yeah. I, I pretty much yeah this is gonna suck i mean if it's gonna be like venom like, <laughs> like well here's the thing okay venom you brought up a good point with venom now if it's venom venom one was bad but if there was some schlocky moments on it they were like okay it's bad but i can sort of have fun with it venom two sucked that shit was terrible that yeah, shit was a fucking venom romantic too, but venom the first venom movie it just needed gore if they had, yeah. if they threw in blood and gore, it would have been awesome. I would have loved it, you know. Margie Boyley, appreciate you uh, checking in with us. Good night. Uh, yes, yeah, welcome. Pre- Thanks you. for stopping by. And you, you stayed you, with us the whole time. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, you rocked with us the whole like, even when we went into the comics, you didn't leave. Most people leave when we get. <laughs> Most to the people comics. leave. I see the analytics. We start talking <laughs> comics. That's it. Everybody checks out. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So appreciate you. Appreciate you sticking by. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said, if 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 it's like Venom Two, here's the thing, Eli. All these bad movies like Venom, Venom Two, Morbius, they're proving Martin Scorsese right. <laughs> these these movies suck. <laughs> like if you gonna make some, don't make shit ones, man. That's all. Because they still make a billion dollars. That's the thing about them. So yeah. Well, again, I'm showing my age again as as a fan of '80s horror. You know, are you gonna look back during this time during the you know the the comic book boom of the 2000s and like horror we got all our all the fucking horror movies that i grew up on got shit on by critics you know so this is nothing new to me but you know what like the horror fans like true diehard horror fans the good movies are going to be classics and the shitty movies are going to be cult classics (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) 
they'll right. you know you know they're just fight so you're gonna look back at like venom and carnage like oh yeah that's that movie is so stupid it's great you know give it time i don't i don't, I don't see it happening <laughs> i don't i don't see it <laughs> i'm glad you're so optimistic but i don't see it you know <laughs> you know yeah who knows you know 20 years from now let's watch venom and you know eat a pizza and <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, definitely check it out. Next week we will talk. We'll have some shit to talk about. We have a full show also, and hopefully nobody gets slapped in the face next week, so we can just actually just get right to the nerd shit instead of having to address the elephant in the room. So until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. I know it's strange, but my brain's gone really insane And I'm off the chain, sipping on a fifth for the golden grain I feel like slapping a nigga today seen a grown man cry and I'm asking why did you take him away I'm asking why did you take him away why did you take him I need some money please I could barely make it on these streets plus I got a couple mouths to feed my baby's in dire need so I'm thinking about robbing a bank today I'm thinking about robbing a bank today Baby mama's at home and fussing, calling up my mobile cussing. Always yapping about this and that, but she really don't be talking about nothing. Somebody take my pain away. Take my pain away. Somebody take my pain away. I can't take it. I know it's strange, but my brain's gone really insane. And I'm off the chain, sipping on a fifth for the golden grain. I feel like slapping a nigga today. supposed to survive when I know that my stereo's taken away. When I know that my stereo's taken away. I need my music, man. Hey. Gas prices are way too high. Rich people are way too fly. I'm not where I want to be in my life. But why am I so behind? Is it because I'm wasting my time away? Is it because I'm wasting my time away? Too lazy. My grandmama's nerves are bad, bad, and everybody in the hood is mad. mad. Cause President Bush could give a damn about our ass, so I don't wanna hear shit that he has to say. Don't say nothing. I don't wanna hear shit that he has to say. 
Troops gone and we still at war. war. Nobody even really knows what for. what for. Even more, I'm scared to find what the world really has in store. Cause you know that tomorrow's not promised today. It's not promised, man. Cause you know that tomorrow's not promised today. Live like today could be your last, man. Hey. I know it's strange, but my brain's gone really insane. And I'm off the chain, sipping on a fifth for the golden grain. I feel like slapping a nigga today. Slapping the nigga today.